Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, welcome to uh, Trust the Wizards mini podcast. Uh, there's just one wizard in attendance today, that's me, Chorizo Garbanzo. But I'm joined here by my friend, Mr Fingers. Hello. And uh, we are um, about to set off, it is actually morning time, uh, we are about to set off to Wakefield. And we're going to a thing called the Long Division Festival, uh, which is a three-day festival, but we're just going for the one day. Uh, and today, in and around Wakefield, there are about 60 or 70 bands playing in a number of different venues. Uh, and we've bought a ticket so we can go and watch whoever we like. So uh, what, do you, what do we know about the bands that are playing? Uh, well, Griff Reese from the Super Animals is playing, so we're hoping to catch him. Uh, basically... What, we don't know much, do we, about no, any of these bands? No, I've, looked, so. I've looked through the long list, and uh, apart from Griffiths and The Wedding Present, yeah. um, of the remaining 60, yeah. <laughs> I must have heard of five, yeah. uh, uh, listened to a few of them uh, to see what they're, they're about, but uh, I'll be honest, I don't know them. Right, I've just remembered there is another one, uh, Rad Stewart, who oh, yeah. I've seen before, and we've re- reviewed... Uh, very positively on a previous Trust the Wizards mini podcast uh, when they were supporting somebody. We saw them supporting um, somebody in in Liverpool. I think it might have been Johnny Foreigner. Uh, but anyway, they're really good, so we'll hope to catch them. Uh, uh, Mr Fingers, how do you feel about some casual sex? Uh, well, I've known you quite a long time, so that's a very nice offer, but um, I'd rather go and uh, see the band. Yes, yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm, there is a band called Casual Sex. Ah, well, that, that's, that was, that's, better. that's the joke. Um, Yes, and uh, well, I put a thing on Twitter uh, from the Trust of the Wizards saying, like, we were going to this thing and we didn't know much about the bands and who should we go and see? And I got lots of response, mainly from the bands that are playing, saying, you should come and see us. So I have actually been on Bandcamp and such, and I've checked out a lot of, a lot of different bands. Unfortunately, I can't remember who they were. Uh, I remember there was one called Deadfall. They were quite good. Um, but definitely the best song I heard uh, was a song called Stro 80, uh, by the band Casual Sex. So here is Stro 80 by Casual Sex. <laughs> Yeah. 
casual sex at 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Uh, anyway, so the, the, reason, the main reason why we, we're going along to this thing is uh, because of the, the main headline is if you, if you, you call, um, playing tonight, uh, the wedding present, um, Yorkshire's own wedding present. Now, I reckon we've, got a, we've notched up between us a good quarter century of watching the wedding present live in various places, Mr Fingers. Yeah. Uh, out of all that, what are, what are your sort of best memories of that time? Um, well, uh, my favourite wedding present album has always been Bizarro. So uh-huh. I think probably when we saw them at Portsmouth Guildhall when they were promoting their Bizarro album, yep. uh, for a number of reasons, it was an excellent gig. Uh, but also around about that time, we used to drink in a pub called the Three Pigeons in Guildford, and oh, there was yeah. a barman there called George. Who was at every single wedding present gig we ever went to? We'd, yeah, that's sometimes right, yeah. we'd sometimes we'd go down to the gigs with him. Sometimes he was just there, and it was a it was spot George from the Three Pigs at the gig. Yeah, and he was down there, and he was very very drunk. Yeah, I think we I don't know if it was that one. I think we gave him a lift. We'd have to, given him to a, some of the gigs in a ropey uh, car that we weren't sure if he was going to get there. Or yeah, not. that's right. Yeah, so yeah, uh, but that was a, that was a particularly good gig, uh, and uh, certainly um, I remember. Being down at the front. Yes. Yes, I remember one. At, one. Did, were you at the one at the Brighton Top Rank? Yes. Uh, which was early nineties. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of the most sweatiest and craziest uh, gigs I've ever been. I remember I spent most of that gig facing the wrong way because the crowd were jumping around up and down so much, and I was jumping around up and down so much that most of the time you were facing the wrong way. But that was in the sort of Sea Monsters or or maybe even the Hit Parade time. So it was largely about large amounts of guitar feedback and noise. So there wasn't it wasn't about the the visuals. No, it didn't matter that you were facing the wrong way because it was just all about well, the sound. Certainly, so. I'm glad it wasn't about the visuals because it would have been one of those two where I I lost a pair of glasses. Right. Yeah. Uh, a pair of glasses came off, and I remember diving to the floor about three rows back from the front, diving to the floor amongst the moshiest of moshing. Yeah. Only to see about a size twelve Dr. Martin land heavily on my. Glasses. Oh, oh. thankfully I wasn't driving. To that you gig. could see, you could see well enough to see the the, the Doc Martin smash your glasses. Smash my, I was quite right. close to it. I had my yeah. nose right. close enough, but not close enough to stop it happening. Yeah. Right. And we, we had a phase uh, of. Uh, were you at Reading when yes. the Wedding Present played? Yeah. Uh, Reading Festival, and they were they weren't the headliners. In Spiral Carpets were the headliners, right. and they were on second, and I blacked out. Nice. Uh, we were we were very near the front, and it was the crowd was milling around a lot. 
I, I remember them coming on and they played, this is the only bit I can really remember of the gig, they played um, the theme from Cheers. That was their opening, you know, song. And they played that. And then the next thing I knew, I was about halfway back the field uh, and there was some sort of slightly pissed up goth uh, who was kind of looking after me. I'd never seen this man before in my life. Uh, and he was he, he basically said, oh, yeah, you blacked out. We, we sort of dragged you back here and sat you down. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, I watched the rest sitting down from near the back. And then our good friend, Pompey Mike, <laughs> veteran of many um, a wedding present gig with us, were you at the one at the, do you remember the one at the Astoria in London? I George the Barman was definitely okay, at that one. I, yeah. I, th- I think you might have been at that one. But he, he blacked out at that gig <laughs> well, there we go. from too much uh, moshing around. I now, have to say, the wedding present remain one of my favourite bands of all time. And yet we've now mentioned six gigs. I don't think we've mentioned anything to do with the music, just... Well, no. Alcohol, no. blacking out, and broken spectacles. Well, maybe that's why we like it. <laughs> yeah. So, let's talk about the music then. So, uh, tonight, uh, they, they, we see, we've seen them, uh, we went to see them a few years ago, about four years ago, and they were doing a, I think it was a 20th anniversary of Bizarro, yeah. which was brilliant. We saw them at the Holmfirth Picture Dome, that's right. which was uh, an absolutely fantastic gig. Since then, I've seen them do the 20th anniversary of the Sea Monsters album, uh, and I saw them do the 20th anniversary of the Hit Parade album, uh, and both of those were awesome. They are currently doing some gigs, not the one we're going to, they're currently doing a few gigs which are 20th anniversary of the Watusi album, so I suspect they might play a few off the Watusi album okay. tonight. Um, but what songs are you hoping to hear tonight? Uh, you already well, mentioned well, Bizarro. I did, yeah. yeah. So from so from Bizarro, then it would have to, obviously... Um, Brass Neck uh, is got to be up there, but I think certainly my first introduction to um, sweaty, bloody, ripped T-shirt gigs would always be Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I shall have to hold on to my glass. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and take me off that album as well. Is, yeah, is, uh, that's true. Um, I remember at that Homeforth gig we talked about. Uh, I went down the front for for some of it because I knew, you know, we knew the album and they were playing the album in order. That's right. So yeah. you knew that when, when Take Me was coming up, you knew when there was going to be a bit of a respite with a slightly slower song. So I remember going down the front for Take Me and some uh, some person said to me, I was a complete stranger, said to me, just because we worked out right, it's going to be Take Me next, which is like nine minutes long yeah. uh, and very fast and uh, a, a great song for jumping around and moshing to. I remember this bloke, it was like we were going into the trenches. He said, uh, I'll see you on the other side, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, any, I mean, yeah, Bizarro, Sea Monsters, anything, any of the early singles, you know, uh, Nobody's Twisting Your Arm and Why Are You Being So Reasonable George Now. George Best we haven't mentioned either. No, so. no, well, um, but the, la- the last album, Valentino, which is, uh, I think that came out in 2012, that's got some brilliant, very noisy songs on it. Yeah. There's one called Deer Caught in the Headlights that I like oh, yeah. very much. Uh, and if they're, if, you know, if they're doing this Watusi thing, then uh, definitely click click off that album uh, would be one. So we're uh, right. We need to play one. So uh, I'll let you choose a, a, a song what of, to play. Of all of those, well, yeah. or um, any other one that you might okay. have thought of. What no, should we I think play for the listener? Cliche though it is, uh, I think it's going to have to be Kennedy. Too much apple pie.
now Sunday morning we are still here, we're still in one piece uh, I am Chirizzo Garbanzo and I have with me Mr Fingers, good morning Mr Fingers good morning uh, and uh, yes, what a day what a day we had at the Long Division Festival yesterday 15 bands we saw 15, one five all in one day uh, we're going to talk you through them and maybe play some music by them uh, so we started off um, with Rad Stewart, uh, a band that I'd seen before. We didn't see all of them, did we? We missed the start. Yeah. Uh, but we saw we saw a few songs. Uh, what did you make of them, Mr. Fingers? Uh, yeah, it's the first time I'd seen them before. Uh, I like them. I think it's quite clear that they've got at least Doolittle in their CD collection. Yes. Because there was definitely an influence there by the Pixies. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was lots of uh, quiet and loud and uh, talking and shouting uh, but lots of high energy good indie stuff yes very good and yeah we, we enjoyed them a lot uh, they played uh, it, as we came in they were playing Insane Parties the song that uh, has a line in it which goes something like if you go out uh, to get drunk in a Native American headdress then you're a cunt and my fellow wizard went along to see them wearing a Native American headdress 
when they played in Liverpool a little while ago. Uh, so I'll leave you, the listener, to decide uh, whether that makes him a cunt or not. Then we went to see post-war glamour girls uh, who were in the big stage. There was a man on the stage and he was... They had a lot of songs where the choruses were sung, uh, but the verses were kind of rapping and ranting. He was... He was not very happy, that man, was he? He wasn't. I, he, no. he was. He was the uh, the epitome of an angry young man. Yes, he was. Like. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, he, he, I liked him though. He was in between the songs. He was very. He was very friendly. Uh, but in, during the songs, he was. There was one song he was talking about melting ice caps, and another song he was. He said that he was. He, he was possessed. Basically, he yeah. was saying he'd been possessed. Um, well, maybe that was why he's angry. He's angry about global warming. It didn't yeah. come across. I yeah. think he's more angry because he looked a bit like James Arthur, the um, X Factor guy. Right. But James Arthur had a lot of tattoos, so he might be even more angry if he's a clean-cut version of the X Factor guy. That right. wouldn't go down well at all. That wouldn't be. I've, I have absolutely no idea who you're talking about, but uh, take my word for it. He yeah. Looked quite a lot like him. Uh, the the guitarist. He was the bastard son of uh, Roddy Frame, uh, Billy Bragg, and Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Um, I don't quite know how that worked biologically, but uh, um, yeah, the singer I thought he looked a bit like you in the 1980s when you had a long fringe. Uh, you remember those I, days? I would have liked yeah, to look yeah, like that in the yeah, 1980s, frankly. Yeah, uh, yeah. and the bass player, uh, she was dressed a bit like a post-war glamour girl. She was kind of a 50s style going on. Yeah. Uh, Yes, then we went to another venue. We, we made it our mission to try... There was nine venues, and we wanted to see at least one band in every one of the nine venues. And we did achieve we that. We did. Uh, for, for you, listener. We, we went out there and lived that dream. Uh, so we went to another place then, uh, and we saw a band called Adore Repel. They were a three-piece band. Uh, the, the drummer had no shirt on. He, he, uh, he, was, um, he looked a bit like a young Jimmy Page. <laughs> Um, uh, and they were they were having a great time, weren't they? Uh, they? They were, but they did have the most redundant microphones in Wakefield. They did because they 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 did actually sing on one song. They they went over to the microphones and sung a bit, uh, and it, 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 you said it. They sounded like they were singing. I think they were saying John Wayne, but it yeah, might not have been. They were shouting something together anyway. I think it was John Wayne. Um, but I was really enjoying them, uh, and I was kind of sad that we. We had to leave them uh, before they finished um, because we went uh, back to the uh, main hall to see uh, the ma- your man from Super Fur Animals, the one and only Mr. Griff Reese. Now, what, 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 what can you say about that? That was uh, he, he's 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 got a new album out, which is and a film and an app and a book, uh, which is all about this guy called John, John Evans. John F. Evan, John Evans. Yeah, that's right. Uh, who is a guy who went to America in 1700 and something. He'd heard tales of a, uh, a tribe of lost tribe of Native Americans who spoke Welsh because they, they, they some guy had Welsh guy had, had actually been the original person to discover um, why uh, the theory America. came about because they used coracles, those small round uh, yes, boats that looked like sort of half a walnut shell. And the theory yeah. is that because those hailed from Wales 
then a Welshman must have discovered America. That's that's the the theory. Well, presumably because there's no possible way that two different civilizations exactly. could have come up with the idea of a coracle boat. Precisely. Anyway, he, he lived the life. This John Evans guy. I don't know how much of the story was true. Uh, I don't know how much of it was made up by Griff Rees. Frankly, I don't care. Yeah, it, was it, was well a, told. it was a great story. A well-told story. Um, and of course, the songs. I mean, all the things I, I love about Superfair Animals uh, were there. Um, it was it was just him and his guitar, and he had an iPod, iPad, and a, and a projector, which most of the gig just <laughs> had the words "No input is detected" on there. It wasn't working. <laughs> he did have a few technical problems during the show, but it was great. He's a, he's, he's a great guitar player. But yeah, like, all the things I like about Superfair Animals, the melodies, and and mainly Griff's voice, which is a, a thing of wondrous beauty uh, and he played Mrs Garbanzo's favourite one uh, by him which is that one that goes giddy 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 that's the one which is a driving means driving in Welsh Welsh for driving so we we should be you should be singing that now as we go along the M62 I won't I won't but then there was another song the last song he played which had lots of key changes in it and it kind of told the whole story of this Don Juan Evans character uh, so we're going to play that one for you now and this is Griff Reese with 100 Unread Messengers He set foot in America one fine tour day Sailing into Baltimore well everything's okay New buttons on your jacket shining like the brand new dance Listening in the sunlight Blistering my eyes When you said that you loved me I knew it wasn't true I've 100 unread messages But not a single note from you You zoomed up to Philly They taught you to make maps They commerced you with piety And pity that elapsed So you stormed into Pittsburgh Waiting for the world to rise Sail down the Ohio with a lost trap on your mind When you said that you loved me, I know it wasn't true Two hundred and left messages, not a single note from you As Hurricane Charlie was gathering peace At night instead of eyelids I saw pictures of your face Oh, 
Samuel S. Parks. He was a little fella, big sideburns, uh, big voice, very good voice, uh, and he was playing um, uh, kind of 60s music, wasn't it? Was yeah. it like 60s uh, beat pop. Yeah. It was, it was still indie, but it was uh, less sort of edgy indie that we'd seen on the previous bands. There was more of a funk vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. It was more. Yeah. More of a solely funk. Uh, it, it seemed to me like the kind of thing that um, Jimmy might have danced to at one of his house parties. Jimmy from the, the character in Quadrophenia guy. That kind of thing. It was mod, cool. mod, mod friendly. Uh, and he had a nice um, black shirt with white polka dots on it, the, your man. A uh, bit small faces, he, I thought, uh, which is no bad thing. Uh, then we went, but we only saw a couple of songs of him. Uh, and we went to, to the other place next door called Havana. Uh, and we saw the Wind Up Birds, who were... Uh, the drummer was wearing a pavement T-shirt, I noticed that. Uh, he was another quite angry singer, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He, he was, was. He, and he was he was um, not quite sure what he was angry about. They had a song, but I liked him anyway, they had a song uh, he was singing about ambulances. Well, I say singing, he wasn't really singing, he was, uh, he was kind of more talking, really. He was one of these singers uh, that... Yeah, that doesn't really sing a tune. He kind of talks the lyrics, uh, and they were very interesting lyrics. But I couldn't really make out a lot of them. They made a they made a big noise. Their guitars were uh, big sound. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. He was. He seemed like a man on edge. He was a bit like Art, Art Brute, uh, uh, and uh, Blue Aeroplanes going back a bit further than that. And Art Brute have played Long Division. Yes, last year I, th- I think it was last year. Yeah, previously. That's right. Yeah. Unlike the previous bands, this this lead singer, he was angry in between the songs too. I noticed. He was. Course, yes. Yeah. Not like post-war glamour girls. Exactly. No, he he was just angry in the songs and then quite chatty uh, the rest of the time. No, he was angry about something, um, and he 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 moved around a lot, which was which was good to see. Uh, and then we went from these kind of nightclub-y type venues that we'd been in. We went to a place. We were looking for a place called the Westgate Chapel, 
And I thought, well, this is just gonna, it's just gonna be a pub. I thought it was, I thought it was an area of Wakefield called Westfield Chapel. Right, but it was a, it was actually a a small. Well, it was a church, a, ch- a yeah. chapel, uh, pews and an altar. Yeah, and the, and a man standing at the altar, uh, singing at us. Um, a man who goes by the name Verse Chorus Verse, uh, who was, I thought he was really really good. This guy, really really good. Uh, he's from Bally Money in County Derry. He said he was from, uh, and I have no reason to disbelieve him. Yeah, and. It's just him and his acoustic guitar uh, and his harmonica. I was—I always like a bit of harmonica. Uh, he played very well. He did, yes. Um, when he started off, who was it you, you thought he sounded like? I thought because there was a bit of a Americana about yep. the early part of the set, uh, but clearly sung with a bit of an Irish accent, I thought there was more than a touch of Waterboys about the first part of the set. Yes, there but was. But actually, yes. later on in the set, less so. Yes. Well, later on, he was playing some fa- some faster stuff, and it was a bit. He had a bit more of a sort of bluesy, growly bit yeah. to his vo- quality to his voice, didn't he? Um, he also played a really, really good, very quiet song, uh, which I think was called Spider. Yes. Uh, that was really good too. And he did a, he did a cover of the old country song, uh, which uh, the Redskins did as well. Um, Sixteen tons. And what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. That, that one. That showed his voice off well. I thought. That, yeah, yeah really that, good voice. that was brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant. Um, I noticed that there was. Um, there wasn't a big crowd, was there? In, no, no, an intimate gig is what it was. Chris. Intimate gig. Yes, that's right. Um, there was thirteen people there at Ooh. the start. Now I think that's. Um, isn't there something in the Bible about? Some event where there was thirteen. It's very people. ecclesiastical, but I'm pretty sure the Last Supper didn't have thirteen people and a dinosaur. Oh yeah, there was a dinosaur. There were no dinosaurs in the Bible, definitely not, because they didn't exist. <laughs> they they, they <laughs> never. They're opening up they, a whole other kind of worms. They there. never happened. Those dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, there was a furry dinosaur there, wasn't there? There was. Um, yeah, uh, but I've realised that there wasn't thirteen people there because I forgot to count. Verse, chorus, verse. verse uh, so there was fourteen people, and actually more people came in as he was playing. Yeah. Uh, and and all the people that were there uh, thought it was brilliant, and they, and they were quite right because it was it was it was really good. Yeah, everyone enjoyed it. It deserved a bigger count. Yeah, um, I was a bit disappointed because he did look a bit like um, uh, I thought he looked he looked a bit like uh, Gene Wilder, um, and I was a bit disappointed that he didn't play his big hit. You know, come with me. And we'll be in a world sing, of pure imagination. He didn't sing any songs from uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory at all. He didn't, no. Uh, but, you know, maybe he's, you know, that was all a long time we'll ago. Maybe, see him again. Maybe he's got tired of those songs. He doesn't play them anymore. But, uh, yeah, then we went. Um, we saw uh, a bit of Too Many Teas, a rap band. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were a rap band. A couple of young lads. Two young lads uh, rapping. Do it, telling people to do the chicken dance. They, they they were doing a chicken dance. I thought they reminded me a little bit of Rizzle Kicks in that they were very witty, very funny. Oh yes. Uh, uh, almost taking the Mickey out of out of their, their rapping, but not. So they they were just uh, not very serious lyrics, or certainly the chicken yeah. song that we uh, saw. Um, but very good and a big following, big big crowd. Oh, there was a, this was outdoors, wasn't it? Yeah. This was in. Uh, what did you call it? The Orangery. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm insisting on calling it the Orangery for no, some reason. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, it seems to be a word that you have to say in a French accent. But yeah, they, they were they were 
yeah, not very serious lyrics, but really good lyrics and very funny lyrics. Uh, and they had some good moves as well. Uh, then we went to a place uh, called Players, which was a little box of a place, sticky carpets. Sticky and all. carpets, sweaty walls. Yeah, I, think uh, I wonder what that place is like at 1 a.m. On a, on a Saturday morning yeah. uh, for, uh, probably probably uh, they wouldn't let us in I suspect yeah. um, uh, men of our vintage but we we, we, we finally uh, we, we went for some casual sex didn't we it did uh, yeah. the joke never got tired the, no it? it didn't it didn't I wonder if the people in the band uh, <laughs> have as much fun with that joke as we do but uh, um, yeah they as we walked in they were playing us he was introducing a song uh, and he was saying the song was called Bastard Beat and he was doing a list of people who he thought were bastards, uh, politicians. A long list. A long list of, of politicians from all sides, um, and he was saying they were all bastards. And, and that had me on board right from the start. Yeah. Um, they had some very interesting song titles. Uh, they had one called, Pit, apart from Bastard Beat, that we've already mentioned, Pissing Neon yeah, was one. that was a good song title. Soft School. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, I, I went and spoke to him after the after the gig to find out the name of this one, but it's called "We're All Here Mainly for the Sex," um, and it, he told me that was about a place in Glasgow, uh, and a nightclub called Sleazy's. Um, so, with that song title and the name of the nightclub, you can kind of imagine the rest. I I uh, have a feeling that Wakefield probably has its own equivalents. We saw a place, didn't we? We did. We walked past a place, uh, and the, the name of this bar, and this is a, a genuine bar in Wakefield. It's called Fanny and Bacardi. It does exactly what it says on the tin. Yes, yeah. Um, but we kind of thought, I, I thought they were a bit orange juicy, this lot. Um, but very good, and very the band were excellent, really, really tight. They had a lot of songs that stopped and started very suddenly, uh, and they did that very well. Uh, and the main guy, he was... Um, this is a reference that probably most people won't get, but I thought he looked a little bit like uh, 80s uh, captain of, of the club I support, QPR, uh, Terry Fennick. He had a bit of a look of Terry Fennick about him. Uh, but... Um, yeah, uh, and uh, what, where do you stand on guitars being held high? I try, not to stand, I try not to stand on guitars. Yes, yeah, well, they, they, we saw a few bands yesterday whose guitars were quite high up. Yeah? Uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about That's that. It's a bit I mean, level 42, isn't it? Well, it's just a bit. It's just, well, I, I always think like Nick Hayward kind of thing. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. 100. Um, but, you know. Uh, these young people it, today. It, uh, it didn't affect that. It didn't affect that. They were very good. Very the bass, tight. the bass player. He had he had his bass slung quite low, as all bass players should. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he had a, he had a Palestine flag on his bass. Did you know? I think it's a Palestine flag. I noticed it was a flag. On the yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. a Palestine flag on there. Oh, okay. So good, good, good on him. Uh, then we went to see uh, another band out outdoors in a marquee uh, called the Narks or Narks. Um, and they were they 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 did a, a nice line in that kind of um, we have a song that's quite loud and then it very suddenly goes really loud and then it goes quite loud again and then it goes really loud. It certainly did. And I I I, I, I really like them. I they like them very, a lot. Yeah. I think of the bands we'd uh, listened to so far because they were up to what we're about seven. Now, I think I we're think. on about I don't know. Goodness, anyway, eighty nine um, or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could see myself buying a CD. Yeah. Of them, the others I thought were fantastic live, but Narks I could see uh, buying them their music. Yeah, and you 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 saw some potential in them as uh, 
but they probably won't ne- thank us for saying so. Ne- exactly. But, yeah. Next band for my daughters. Exactly right. They 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 mainly because they were very very attractive young men. Yeah. Uh, uh, and my daughters seem to seem to be attracted to those sorts of bands, but. Um, they, my daughters listen to the, the sugar-coated likes of Five Seconds of Summer and the Vamps and Polar Collective, and I could see them uh, graduating onto bands like the Narcs, but I, I think I'll probably accompany them to their first gig, because I imagine those gigs are quite something. Yeah. A lot yeah. of energy. Oh, they, they, yeah, they were, move, they were moving around a lot. I thought the singer might fall over at one point. <laughs> he, he, he was jumping around quite a bit, and he looked a bit unsteady on his feet. Uh, and he had, we learnt a new word as well, uh, shimmick. Yeah, because um, uh, somebody he had a hat on. How would you describe that hat? I think it was a kind of a Davy Crockett hat, ear flaps, furry. Yeah, yeah, a bit Russian as well, a bit like one of yeah. those sort of Russian hats. Um, and and someone told him to take the hat off uh, in the crowd, and and he he said it was a it was a gimmick, a shit gimmick. And then the guitarist said it's a shimmick. Uh, a word I shall use tomorrow. Yes, if I get the chance. And then the last song which was very quiet at the start but you knew it was going to get really loud at one point uh, it, it it really kicked off everything it, kicked off in that song it was all going on in the last song the singer took off said hat and he threw it and he, I don't think he meant to throw it at the drummer but it hit the drummer square in the face <laughs> yeah poor and the drummer was excellent I really liked the drummer he was really 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 hitting the drums hard and uh, playing really well um, and then the singer he downed a can of beer and then he threw a few, the few drops left in the can of beer over the bass player. Uh, and this was quite rock and roll, but it was made slightly less rock and roll by the fact that the beer was, unfortunately, a, a carling. It doesn't really count, does it? No, that's not really, it's not even a beer. Um, and then, then he knocked over the mic stand. Then the guitarist used the mic stand to hit his guitar and make sort of crashing uh, crazy noises uh, with that. Uh, the guitarist then had a can of carling which, which he used as a slide guitar slide guitar with a can of carling and, and then the drummer he joined in and he started throwing stuff he was throwing he his drumsticks sticks into the crowd I thought they might smash up their instruments I'm glad they didn't because he had a very nice uh, white guitar which I would have I would have been very sad to see that smashed up it, I, I was if he'd smashed it up I'd say look don't, don't do that I'll have it yeah, don't yeah. smash it up I'll, I'll, I'll have that and you can have one of my guitars and it smash that a, up it instead it was a proper long outro yeah. to their last song and uh, I think every member of the band gave their all yeah. good and, and we had some good beer there as well ah, from, yeah. in the pub because uh, considering we were in, in northern England um, everywhere we went seemed to be selling shit lager and, and uh, Alka Pops and Bacardi Breezes and it the might like. have been the venues but even so I expected at least a pint of Tetley in Wakefield yeah yeah so band number 11 that we saw wow. and we were quite excited about this because this went this was in warehouse 23 which meant we'd we'd been to every single venue of the festival yeah uh and they were called summer camp i didn't see much of them because i was busy at the bar so uh mr fingers yeah tell I, us about summer I, camp i did now they were a four-piece yeah. But uh, they were having some technical problems and the crowd was saying they couldn't hear the girls singing. So they reduced back to a two-piece, uh, which I think is how they started out. So they, they're originally a, a boy and a girl yeah. singing, him on guitar. Uh, and their lineup for the gig was another guitar and a drum. Uh, and that's what they were playing when we first yeah. came in, uh, which was a song with a bit of a blondie type riff. It's a bit of, it sounded a bit like half glass, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and, but then they, they stripped it down to the two of them again. Um, 
And these guys have done a soundtrack to Beyond Clueless, we understand. Yes, yeah. Uh, and they were very popular. There was lots of people there for that. And we noticed that they, lots of people seem to know the words know the of words. their songs. Yeah. So, uh, they, they, um, but uh, they, um, it said in the write-up on the little um, booklet that we had for the festival, it said that they were very 80s. And that kind of, we, we, that kind of put me off, and I was, you know, because we're old enough to have remember the 80s. We, don't need we were teenagers it. in the 80s, and it was mostly pretty crap. Uh, Leg warmers, I remember. Yes, yeah. Uh, anyway, then we went to uh, the back to the main hall, and we saw Toy. There was a lot of hair, wasn't there? There, there was, was a hair lot there. of hair in Toy. A lot of hair there. Did you get the idea that the drummer had, had not received one, an important email? Wear black. Yes, because everyone was wearing completely dressed in black, uh, except for the drummer who had a had a blue t-shirt on. I think uh, he would have got a ticking off. Yes, for, yeah, for that. Yeah, why didn't you bloody read your emails? We told you to wear, wear, wear black. Wear black. This is it, this is our thing. Um, but they were very very loud. They were the loudest band we had all yeah, day. Yeah. Uh, very lots of distortion, lots of effects pedals on the guitars. Um, uh, really really good. Very very loud. Strobes. Uh, long hair. The, the keyboard player, the lady keyboard player, you couldn't see her face most of the time, no, did you? No, she, she adopted a thrash metal stance to play the keyboard, and yeah. I've not seen that. That was a first for me. Yeah. I, I was pleased with that. And it was like very psychedelic noise and uh, sort of a loop spaceman-free kind of vibe. Uh, I like them Enjoyed a them. lot. Yeah. Uh, then we went to see Beans on Toast. Well, we could, well I said Nearly we, were, see him. we didn't really see him, did we? We could hear him. Uh, the, the room was absolutely packed for this guy. Uh, he's he's a, a, um, another guy with acoustic guitar um, and very, very good lyrics. Uh, but he's, he, he sang a song about fracking. He sang a song about not being invited to play at Glastonbury this year, uh, which was he was quite angry about it, wasn't he? He, he was. Yeah. I think he took it in good spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he did, he, he let his venom out in that song, didn't he? He did. He said, fuck you, Billy Bragg. He said, fuck you, Strummerville. Which is uh, that's where I've heard of this guy from before through the Strummerville website, uh, and he said "fuck you, Emily Evis," and "fuck your dad" as well. <laughs> yeah. And the second artist of the day that we saw singing a song uh, about something to do with chickens. About chickens. Yeah. Who'd have thought it? Yeah. Two chicken songs in one day. Well, we did see a lot of bands, so I suppose the law of averages says eventually Not you're going really. to hear uh, two songs chicken, about chickens. Two songs about chickens. Yeah. Mm. Um, they anyway uh, then. Uh, for us, the main event, the reason uh, why we why we went really was to go and see the magnificent wedding present, uh, and I thought they played a, a, a brilliant set, a uh, very mixed bag. It was lots of stuff from all different times of the right, wedding back present. As far as George Best, uh, yeah, and, and before that they played this Boy Can Wait, which is oh, yeah. uh, you know a, a pre George Best single, uh, and they, but they did play a couple of George Best as well, didn't they? Um, uh, um, what's it called? Um, a Million Miles, which is a great song and not one I've heard them play live before, I don't think. Uh, another of your favourites, My Favourite Dress. Is it My Favourite Dress, which yeah. made me think that in the early part of this podcast you asked me to name um, a wedding present song to play and I went for Bizarro, which was an obvious choice and as soon as he started playing My Favourite Dress I thought I should have gone for uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Great song. Uh, but they also, yeah, they also played a, a few off... Uh, um, Sea Monsters, which is my favourite album. Uh, they played Crawl and they played Corduroy uh, and they played Suck 
uh, and they played a couple of others off Bizarro as well, including Bewitched. The, 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 he said, right, we're going to play a, one of the slow ones, didn't he? Because there was a fella, there was quite a lot of jumping, we were jumping around, weren't we? Yeah. We were jumping around and having a bit of fun in the mosh pit. Uh, and, um, but there was a fella who uh, fell over and, and was out cold. So uh, the security men, I, I, it seems uh, there was a, when the wedding present played at Long Division a few years ago, th- there was a lot of problems with the security people. But I have to say, I thought the security people last night were brilliant. They were nice as pie. Yeah, they were very nice people, uh, very friendly. And we, we we weren't used to that. And helpful. Yeah, we, when, when we used to go out to places like that, uh, they were horrible and, and we, yeah, wanted to beat us up. But uh, anyway, never mind. But yeah, th- anyway, this fella uh, fell over and he was out cold on the uh, on the on the dance floor there. And uh, we saw him; he got up eventually. Didn't he, he did with get the security up, and people. I spoke to one of the um, the, the bouncers um, afterwards, and he said he was he was fine. The fella anyway, fine, if, but... if if you are that guy or if you know that guy, then best of luck to you. We hope you're all right this morning. He seemed to be all right, but let's, let's yeah. So yeah, so they played Bewitched, and and they and you should always keep in touch with your friends. They played. Um, yeah, the Sea Monster stuff. They played some Hit Parade stuff. They played Blue Eyes, and they finished the set with my absolute favourite song of of from that period, which is Flying Saucer, which is uh, uh, yeah, magnificent, magnificent song. And that was just just after Kennedy when, which was when the when the mossing was at its at its best. As it always yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we kind of we, that, it was kind of like well, well, that's kind of it, isn't it? Really. And then we noticed on the program that there was another band still playing so we went to see them in the same building in the same building. the same building yeah in, in the in the, just up the stairs in fact uh so we went we went to, let's be honest we mainly went so we could get another pipe oh, didn't we right. uh, uh but <laughs> we were taken aback by what we saw i the, was slack jawed and yet smiling yes for the next half hour now the islet 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 i think uh, I, islet it's a small island Isla. Right. Okay. Um, I S L E T. They. they uh, I'm just. Uh, I know that one of the other wizards from from trustwizards.com is going to the Liverpool Psychedelic Festival next weekend, and they're playing there. So uh, maybe we'll be hearing more about them. What an incredible band! Fantastic. The, uh, Mental. Absolutely indescribable. We can't even begin to describe to you what they sound like. The music is absolutely all over the place. The only thing I thought of that uh, the point of reference the only point of reference I could think of when I was watching it was Frank Zappa but it's nothing like Frank Zappa but um but that's the the only thing I could compare it to um they had a uh, 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 a crazy guy playing a tambourine who quite often was running around in the crowd and uh, getting people involved he had a bell on a stick that he was running around with uh, the bass player was Energy, that's the word, isn't it, yeah. for these guys? Energy. I've never seen that much energy <laughs> on one stage. No. Uh, the bass player was constantly moving. He came out into the crowd quite a few times. At one point, he put his bass guitar down and he just ran through the crowd carrying a large plastic was, was it a lid. lid. It was a lid off off of some kind of box and he just ran through the crowd with it, um, which was very, very funny. Uh, he had his bass very, very high, but we'll let that pass because no. we did like the band. Uh, we the, 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 there was a girl percussionist who then was then took over the took drums. Over the, on the at one drums. point they had two drummers, didn't they? At one point they yes. had the drummer on the main kit, and then she was also playing percussion alongside. Yeah, and then he went from the drums. Yeah, over to guitar or to bass. Yeah, uh, and then she took over the drums. Yeah, 
Uh, and we had a, a chat with with uh, with her afterwards, and we said, I think we said to her because you, you were saying about your daughter playing the drums. And you said, well, well you're, the, you're, the, you're the only girl drummer we've seen today, uh, and she said, well, I'm de- yeah, not only that, but I'm the only pregnant girl drummer. I reckon she was today. probably the only pregnant female drummer appearing last night in the UK. It could I'm, well I'm be. Yeah. To stand by that. Yeah. Well, you know, they they are well worth checking out and. So, have a listen. Anyway, so that's 15 bands in one day. Uh, thank you to the people who organised that Long Division Festival. We thought it was brilliantly organised. We had a, a, a great day. Uh, and we're going to finish off with... Uh, uh, I think we finish off with another wedding present song. Uh, this is from the album Watusi. This is Click, Click.
just take whatever you see I need you to love me And no one could mean As much as you do to me Every last bit of me No in between Just take whatever you see I need you to love me And no one could mean As much as you do to me